Hello friends, welcome to summer, welcome back to the Potluck Podcast, coming to you live from parts unknown, Commerce, Georgia, front porching. We had an extended absence after the emergency pod on March 23rd, but here we are, back in your speakers, headsets, etc., and what have you. A lot has happened since that fateful night of 3-2-3-2-1, and we are here to do our best to cover it all. Let's go. listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. I'll tell you what, our intro music gets worse every time I hear it. Maybe we need to go professionally record it somewhere. I thought I want to go down there to Randy's. Yeah, we got to go down to Womack's studio and see what he can put out for us. Yeah. First off, Uncle Song, how we doing? Doing pretty good today, Dino. Sitting here in the late spring, early summer sunshine on the front porch. We got a little gardenia blooming off to my right, and the sounds of the birds chirping and the airplanes flying overhead just. Makes me feel at home. A daytime pod. Yeah. I tell you what. It. I mean, I was gonna. I was gonna give you some, some grief about late late spring, but spring's hanging on, man. It's it's hanging in there. It. I went to work the other day, and I get I get to work early in the morning, and it was like forty degrees outside. It's hanging so, in there. You know, it does feel like spring. It is hanging in there. This is the Potluck Podcast. In case you are a first time listener, I tell you what. Our our last pod had. Easily the most listeners we've ever had. So, <laughs> so listen, folks, if you're coming back uh, from that one, it doesn't get any better. It just the, the the quality is just the same as it always will be. We're out here on the front porch and uh, hoping to catch everybody up on on a lot of information and news and happenings that's been going on in and around Commerce, Northeast Georgia, all that good stuff. But let's uh, let's pick up where we left off. Coach Brown's departure. Yeah. Uh, so our last podcast. Uh, like Dino was talking about, it, it covered Coach Brown's resignation uh, as the head coach of the Commerce Tigers. That was banner news really across the state. Uh, we were at a wedding this past weekend, and somebody from South Georgia came up to us and asked us about it. And it's just like we've been hearing about it, hearing about it for months. Uh, a, a lot of things have gone on really this spring in, uh, in the world of Commerce Tiger football. And and Coach Brown's departure was probably the biggest news. That dogs barking. Uh, you want to start over? No, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> um, you kidding me? This is no cut. No cut. You know, this is we don't part, do that. One takes only. First takes only around here. So we had we had Coach Brown resigning, and then immediately, um, in, even in the Ben Monroe piece that announced his resignation, there was talk of forming a hiring committee uh, that was to find a replacement. For Coach Brown, uh, they put posted the job. Uh, the s- school system got 48 applicants. Um, on April 16th, Coach Hollers from North Cobb Christian over there in Kennesaw was hired, and uh, the s- school system actually announced like a meet and greet on the 27th of April, and they had it the next day on a Wednesday night 
uh, April 20, 28th at 7 p.m. And uh, we were able to be there. Uh, we, we, we snuck in the back door a couple <laughs> minutes late and sat in the back row, back row Baptist style. Yeah. <laughs> we were there, though. We did slide in. We stayed later than anybody else, too, though. You got you to gotta remember that. Um, we stayed later and walked up, and, of course, you know, there was a long line of people in the community going to talk to the new coach. And we, we, we brought up the rear, and uh, I think we announced ourselves as the Village Idiots. So <laughs> yeah, we did. It was a good story. I think everybody listening can attest to that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there, there were really about – there were about 50 or 60 people there. There was a pretty good crowd for it. You know, it only was announced one day right. ahead of time. Yeah, kind of a weeknight. It was a Wednesday night. Wednesday night, night church, church night. night. Yeah. And that kind of limited the audience. I feel like more people would have been there if they had had more notice. But uh, he spoke for just under 16 minutes and um, had some good things to say. Um, from the beginning, he kind of started out and said that he, could, he and his wife could tell that commerce was a special place. And then he broke out into, into his speech and he talked about five main topics and uh, his family, kind of the tradition of commerce, his coaching history personally, the challenges at commerce, and the expectations of coaching the Tigers. And, and we, we recorded the whole speech uh, so you guys could listen if you weren't there. And we're going to play some sound clips for you guys and then talk about what, what we heard that night. Yeah, we got some clips uh, that I've uh, sliced and diced from yeah. the whole thing. And uh we tried to, you know, we tried to get him a, get an interview, but uh, we were unsuccessful. I think the, uh, you know, the stink when you come on the, the potluck podcast that lingers on you is just a little too much for some people. Yeah. So uh, we could we could never nail down a date and time, but there were some communication issues there. I, I feel like communication breakdown. Yeah. It's always the same. <laughs> Anyways, Hello. let's roll the first clip. Feels like going back home. That's what Coach Holler said about coming to Commerce. And he talked about his raising and his family first. Uh, he grew up in Avon, Ohio, which is a small town about 15 miles west of Cleveland, Ohio, right off Lake Erie. Um, and he grew up kind of in a, in a blue-collar community. He talked about how his, his, his parents and grandparents were in, in manufacturing and mm-hmm. – uh, then he, he talked about his family. So he, he has three kids. He's married. He has three kids. Uh, one of them's 20. Um, she's in between high school and college. She hasn't figured out where she wants to go yet. And then his son, Ben, who was actually a really good offensive lineman over there at North Cobb Christian for the Eagles last year, um, just graduated. Uh, he'll be attending Kennesaw State this fall to play on the offensive line. And then he has another daughter who is an upcoming seventh grader who'll be attending Commerce Middle this next year. Um, I tell you what, that's the, that. I, I mean, this is probably something that people get mad at me for saying say, in some regions of the country. But I feel like where he's from, that might be the heart of the Rust Belt. I think it if is. If you think about it, right there on Lake Erie, just a little bit west of Cleveland. And I, I'm sure that there's, you know, I don't know if there's anybody that listens and. Pittsburgh and Youngstown and all those towns, but they'll probably it'll probably get back to him somehow, and they'll be like, "That ain't the heart of the Rust Belt." 
but no, yeah, definitely a you know blue collar family. Seems yeah. like it comes from and there's a lot of like uh, pride in that area too. And it's oh, it's yeah. interesting because like we're on the the southern end of like Appalachian culture, but or Appalachian. Ooh, I, I know it's a, it. it was a gap. You would get you but, get thrown out of West Virginia <laughs> for saying that. But uh, pronouncing it that way. But where he's from is like on the northern bounds. So like if you look at the culture of commerce and you hear him talk that night there's a lot of similarities just with a very different accent and a very different style two different worlds same symmetry just north and south but a lot of the same values and of course that's why he says it felt like going home to him being here in commerce next he goes into the tradition of commerce let's go back to coach the football coach obviously i'm aware of the great tradition here um, i think if you look at great football programs that have some things in common and one of them is they have an identity you know great programs have an identity they know who they are and uh, that happens when you have coaches who stay you know that's just the reality so to have two head coaches I got to meet coach Lamb yesterday which was you know a special moment you know he was here for 22 years I know coach Savage was here 22 years when you start to build that continuity, that's when you start to have some special things. So, you know, to me, commerce football is about physical, hard-nosed football. And that's the way that I, you know, was brought up playing football, and it's what I believe in. Um, you know, I'm a triple option guy. And, uh, you know, I, I've called offense for, I think, 27 out of my 30 years as a coordinator. Yeah, but I also, you know, at the end of the day, I'll be honest with you, I believe in good defense. excited about uh, our kids and what they'll be able to do defensively and just you can tell just from this week how how passionate the kids are about football you know you, you come to a place like commerce you, you better be aware of the tradition and we're going to do everything we can to protect protect those traditions keep those traditions going so you know i know coach hardy and the other coaches someone that will play football here and I, i'm super excited to have them to you know we want to honor those things that, that came before us and show respect to those things. And, uh, you know, having those guys on staff will really make that happen. But And Coach Hollers right there really addressed some of the concerns that we had, you know, after we heard Coach Brown had resigned, uh, because the traditions of commerce, and he, he kind of refers to it as the identity. We've been referring to it as the culture of the program. But that's really one of the rich parts of the program is that there's this continuity within the program and that there's a lot of things that we cherish about going to a football game on Friday night and seeing the Tigers play. And uh, it was almost like Coach Hollers got a little coached on that, you know, that those were important things to the fan base. And uh, I'm, I'm glad, though, that he values that uh, because as a community, we do too. Bingo. Do we want to go into coaching history? Just do a little bit more about Coach, yeah. Coach Hollers himself. Yeah, um, he he talked about that, and it, he talked about starting out at Gettysburg College in the college ranks. Uh, he coached there for a while, from what I understand. Uh, didn't he didn't really give us a year amount, but he he coached there uh, before having kids, and then he got the opportunity to coach in Washington D.C. in in the D.C. area. It's about seventy five miles from Gettysburg. Um, he coached five years there at Bullis, which is a private independent school. Um, 
he and his wife were really kind of concerned there, though, that the, the culture at that school wasn't really family-oriented, and they didn't want to raise kids there. So um, I think they started looking for somewhere else to go. And through a connection at Gettysburg College, um, he landed at North Cobb Christian School, which is in uh, Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, for those of you that's not familiar with that school, it's, it's a faith-based private school. Um, they're in single-A private. And, and Coach Hollers went down there as an as a assistant coach. <laughs> but he told a story uh, that night about uh, he got there 30 days, I think, before the season, and eight days before the season, the head coach resigned. So he kind of got promoted in his first year, or promoted uh, in his first year to head coach eight days before the first game. And uh, that's where his, his uh, journey started at North Cobb Christian. Um, and he really turned that program into a competitive football yeah. team. I yeah, mean, they're, they're, they improved every year. They 6A is the region that they competed in. Uh, 6A is a pretty strong region. Mm -hmm. Six, um, single A, make, you know, for the listeners. For the listeners. And single A. You got schools like Bowden over there, Darlington, uh, yeah. Christian Heritage. Uh, so there, there's some good schools trying. Uh, so they're competing with those guys in and out. And uh, I think in 18 was their best season. They ended up going to the Elite Eight and playing Prince Avenue and uh, Vandergriff, and they got knocked out. Uh, Played a competitive game, but they had a good season. They went from 0 and 10 to uh, 10 and 2 in two years. Right. Um, so, and then that's how he landed at Commerce. You know, he heard that the job was open and uh, wanted to apply for it, and and now he's here as our head coach. Right. And they, uh, I think the the question that I, I think a lot of people I have is like, he's been in private schools for so long yeah that I think that there's a there is a from I've had the conversation with a few few alumni and you know people that have been at commerce for a while and they're like he's been in a, in a private school in a pretty much metro area for the yeah. last like two decades and now he's coming to rural public school commerce it might be a little bit of a of a uh of a difference but like we mentioned his his culture and his uh his background truly is in a town that's more more like commerce than you would think yeah, we had hoped to interview Coach Hollers, and that was one of the things I was going to ask him. That like, that's a good question for him. How's the experience different? Like Even so far. I mean, he's been here, what, three months now? So yeah, it's like yeah. it would be a good time to be like, okay, so how about this public school? How about this public school life? It's a little different, huh? Is it what you thought it would be? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen him. Rural Southern Public School. Welcome. Yeah. I've seen him a couple times up around the field house, and I kind of wanted to ask him, but I, I haven't had the opportunity. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that that's what really kind of how he ended up at Commerce. Um, the next thing he talked about that night was really the challenge that the team faced. Yep, and uh, we'll get right into that right now. You know, we're, we're excited to get to work. Uh, I told the kids that were here the other day, we got a lot of work ahead of us. You know, when we sat in here on Monday, we had 117 days until our first game. And here's the challenge. It's it's not the X's and O's. You know, that stuff sometimes gets a little overrated. You know, our challenge is how do we build trust with each other in 117 days? You know, it doesn't matter how much football a coach knows. If there's not a relationship with the players and there's not trust between the players and the coach and the coaches and coaches, you're in trouble. 
you know, so I'm thankful that we were able to work something out with the other school and I'm able to be here. I'm, I'm thankful, you know, for Commerce making this possible for me to be here for the last month of school. And really, that was the challenge that Coach Hollers put forward that night was, you know, how does this team build trust? How does this team become a team after, you know, something pretty significant has happened with the team? So uh, he, he brought up some really valuable questions there. And I've, I've been able to go up to the field house a couple times and work and uh, do a little work on, on fixing it up. And uh, I've seen Coach Hollers in there, you know, trying to build that trust. I, I know the players and the coaches have been watching a lot of film. Uh, they've been doing some walkthroughs out on the practice field. So I really feel like they are they're, – they're working that out. I've seen that firsthand. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into some more of the projects that's going on up there at the field house. I think we'll have a little bit of a community report yeah. later yeah. on in the show. But uh, should we get into some of the program numbers and expectations? Yes, sir. Let's that was, do it. That was Keith Whitfield. <laughs> just rode by, blew a little horn at us. All right, <laughs> let's go back to Coach Hollers. So 31 players coming up in that eighth grade class, and uh, we've talked about that a little on Twitter, how, how we're excited about this upcoming ninth grade class, and it's good to hear that Coach Hollers is too. Uh, he also touched on something there that I think is really important and has, has been important in commerce for a while, and uh, that's that football really brings this community together. Uh, commerce is kind of a, a complex community sometimes socially. There's a lot of little communities within commerce it's a, it's a, there's little communities within a little community yeah i mean super <laughs> small towns within a small town and and football's really been a rallying cry for more than a half of a century i mean the program's been around not since 1909 but really since the 60s year in and year out the team or, or the the town gets behind the team and it's a really powerful force for good um so that was exciting to hear Coach Hollers talk about that. Um, and really, you know, talking about the community, uh, with this whole change with Coach Brown stepping down and us hiring uh, Coach Hollers, throughout that whole thing, there's been a, a community response. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because of the nature of, of Coach Brown's um, resignation, it kind of prompted that community response. Yes. I mean, we kind of had to get introspective a little bit as a community and be like, why did this happen? 
Um, so we've, we've kind of seen some interesting developments happen in, in town, haven't we? Yeah, and, you know, there's been, like you said, it's been a response, but it's been, there's been a few different responses yeah. for sure. i tell you what, there is a storm building right now. I bet you it's over Homer. Homer's probably getting hammered yeah. in the storm right now. It is sticky out here on the front porch. Bugs. There are gnats in our faces, but we're fighting through it. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about uh, the community response a little bit. Um, I guess we can start with the kind of the former players meeting. I guess we want to call it. Yeah. So this this actually was Getting a together meeting. with the current team, of course. But. Right. This was a meeting that some former players uh, that played around really from like 1997 all the way up until 2005. Yeah. Kind of like a generation prior to the kids that are in school now. Guys that are are business leaders in the community now, guys that, you know, have families in the community now. They decided to get together and and put on a meeting um, for the team um, because they they felt that the current team really needed a message from their brotherhood that this tradition is more than one man. And that was a meeting that we got invited to. Uh, so we went and covered it, and, and we heard some interesting things there. Yeah, and I think it, you know, a lot of it was brought on because we heard this kind of stuff too, but a lot of it, you know, there was not really a good, it seemed like there wasn't a good direction about where things were heading as far as, you know, some of the chatter that like, well, you know, they only want to play for Coach Brown, so what's the yeah. point of playing next year and that kind of stuff. And I think those guys just wanted to get together and, you know, more or less let, Offer encouragement. let the kids know that they have their back, kind of, yeah. was, I think, the takeaway there. Um, do we want to get right into some of the, the sound bites? Yeah, some good sound bites. All right, we do got some really, really good sound bites here from a Tiger legend, all-time tackle leader. Let's, let's kick it over to Cache Daniels. This guy right over here next year, yeah, he, he got the tackle little... record right after me. So, Don't worry, I still hold it. Yeah, I'm still, I still hold it. 400, I think 422 yeah, tackles. It's me, I was a freshman. I started. I started, started. I started right behind him. That was a belt, one of my best friends. Still one of my best friends. We live right down the road from each other today. All these guys you see right here, I play with most of them. But, like, commerce is commerce. I believe it. I bleed it. I love it. When I walk on this field, it, it, it just get my adrenaline going. But that brotherhood, you can't beat a better crew. And what y'all got, hold it, man. Because it's not just for the day, and it's not about Michael Brown. That brotherhood will last forever. I'm talking about ever, ever. But when you get out here, you take that loss of Michael, you take it at weight room, and you put it in, you put it in them weights, dog. That thing, you put it in that weight. And everybody that you cross on this field, you bust their ass. You give them a reason to know that we, we bought something in commerce, man. We take pride in what we do, and when we walk on this field, we, we, somebody's going to take something. And if it was easy, guess what? Everybody have a uniform. That's one Steve's used to say. If it was easy, everybody have a uniform. We wouldn't have enough uniforms. So take pride in being commerce, man. And take pride in what you do. And take this and put a chip on your shoulder, man. Walk around with a chip on your shoulder. Somebody's going to come in and take over. And we're going to all grasp around and hold it tight. But as y'all as brothers, hold it together, man. Don't take, don't take this as a loss. Take it as an opportunity to step up and rise up and show somebody, yo, we, we can meet them, dog. So that was Cache Daniels. Uh, we had talked about leading one of the shows with this, like back in April. We were like, let's just drop that at the, at the beginning and hit the intro music because uh, it definitely was uh, something that, you know, got everybody fired up out there. He's obviously a pretty motivational dude. Yeah. And, um, I think the kids probably responded to him the most. But 
that was a you know a good a good little minute and a half just to you know to Him. summarize what he was feeling and what he thought about commerce and how how he's proud of you know to be to be a commerce tiger and um yeah I, you know and what you kind of heard there was Cache and who he's talking to is is the team that 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 came out. I think there was probably thirty, yeah, or so of, yeah. the, of the current players and a few maybe. Uh, I know Coach Hardy was there. A couple of the coaches yeah. came out, and that was uh that was at the fifty yard line of mm-hmm. uh of uh, Ray Lamb Stadium, Tiger Field. What what else you got to add on on just that one clip right there? Well, you hear another voice in there, and that That's other guy is Nick Cox. That's Nick Cox. And uh, at the beginning, of that a legend clip, in his own right. Right, I think they're one and two. Right, they are one tackles. and two. Yeah, and they they, they like he said they played right but right behind each other. Live down the road. That, from now each they other. live. Yeah, right down the road, which is. We're kind of splitting them in half where we're sitting right now. Yeah, one lives right over there, and one lives right, right <laughs> so in the neighborhood. We're kind of right in the right in the neighborhood, but it is funny. Yeah, um, and they still got that relationship. What was so neat about that was listening to them talk because about their brotherhood, about their friendship, about how they're still close. Because I think we see that with our friends. Oh yeah, like this is not just limited to this group. Like this is a commerce thing. Right. Like year Every in, year year out, that comes through. Generation after generation, you know, you have this these lifelong friendships that are built and that are super special. Yeah. And uh, we've seen so much of our friends this summer, and it's been awesome mm-hmm. uh, because all the weddings and all the things you tried to make up for from the pandemic. But uh, it's cool to see that that happened back then for those guys. It happened for us, and now it's happening for these kids on the team right we'll, now. We'll keep on happening. Um, the next thing we'll we'll, we'll Throw in another soundbite from Cache here, and that we'll, we'll probably lead this one off before the season starts too. Yeah, because this is a call to action. Let's let's get back to him. The first game y'all play, we're gonna do some shit we ain't seen since the state championship. Let's try to pack this damn state out. I'm game for it. I'm talking about we want to have an attention when y'all walk out here. Y'all know we love y'all, right? So I'm gonna call any and everybody I know and put as much money as I can into it and invite all my friends out, and we're gonna try to pack this thing out for y'all. So y'all put on the show. Y'all put on the work. So that was the kind of close to the end of the meeting there when we kind of talked about, you know, hey, let's come out, let's pack the stadium for game one just to come out and, uh, you know, show that the community is going to support the team no matter what. Um, anything else to add? I mean, obviously we'll bring that back up. We'll bring that sound bite back up before Banks County Week. Yeah, I think – I mean, this is really kind of like a pivotal moment in commerce football history. It's like the community can either r- rally around this team or we can we can back away. And just us as a podcast, us as a group on Twitter, like we we felt called to do something. So, you know, we were going to go ahead and pledge this year for our Booster Club membership. We're going to jump up from Super Tigers all the way to the top, and we're going we're to become Super Cats this year because we want to support these guys. You know, we kind of feel like money might have been an issue in the past. Uh, some fundraising might have been an issue in the past. We want to help out with that. And uh, we hope that the community feels the same way. Um, yeah, we're going to try to get in there at Booster Club, see if we can help at all with any kind of social media, digital media, whatever right. they need us to do. We're going to try to get in there and, and help out. So um, hopefully we'll see you, see you there and uh, see you on some of the some of the different events that uh, Booster Club can be a part of. So, uh, But also out of the community response was a ongoing project at the Fieldhouse. Uncle Son, I think you've been – pretty involved in this you've seen us on twitter uh, talking about it but give us a little update on that project at the field house and what exactly is going on oh by the way before we get <laughs> this is a random thought i was having when we were plugging in like the the sound bites from the hollers uh you know introductory speech and then the sound bites from the meeting 
I think the, the sound is going to be super low, like for the sound bites, <laughs> and then you come back to us, and we're basically going to like blow your eardrums out. So sorry about that. Continue, song. I'm about to fill it out. All right. So um, you know when when Coach Brown resigned, there were some issues brought up about uh, you know longstanding frustrations of fighting for the needs of the community, battling for the needs of the community, and there's a lot of speculation. You know, we were a part of that, and one of the things that a lot of people had said is that. Uh, there were some updates that needed to take place to the field house that hadn't really happened. And um, Mr. Gaddis, you know, um, if you've listened to our show for the a while, you know that Mr. Mr. Gaddis guy. takes stats for the team and he provides them for us. Um, he, he went to Mr. Smith and tried to work out something where he could work on some renovations of, uh, of the field house. And, and that got traction, and that got to rolling. And so far, there's been a lot of work done at the field house. And uh, Mr. Gaddis has been kind of the lead guy on it. And I've gone up there several nights a week, you know, two or three nights. But he's been, he and his family have been up there every night working on that place. Uh, if, you, if you're familiar with the field house, you know it's a butler building. It's a metal building with, like, uh, cinder blocks on the inside as walls. So the first thing that's been kept up or uh, improved upon is like the insulation at the top of the building was kind of ripped up and it just, it looked bad. And uh, Gaddis went in there and uh, we taped it up and he painted it. Uh, the walls have been painted. Uh, everything's been out moved out of the, the weight room and uh, the weight room's been painted. The mirrors have been worked on. There was a broken mirror in there that looked really bad. Um, the school's actually gonna provide new mats this was a big problem. Uh, if, if you know about Commerce football, you know that Commerce lifts heavy. I mean, you look at the stat board and there's like 700 pound deadlifts on the stat board. And what had happened over the years is that we were lifting so heavy in the, in the field house that the weights have actually dug holes in the found, like in the, the slab that the field house sits on. So he went in and, uh, and filled those in with concrete and uh, he's been up there today or this week working on the floors, sanding the floors down, and hopefully tonight we're gonna lay some floors. So uh, get some, I guess it's called epoxy flooring. I'm not, I'm not the construction guy, but I'm pretty good labor. Uh, so uh, I can get in there and tote some things around. Not the construction guy, but I can, I can be told what to do, I do am, with the absolute best of them. I can listen <laughs> and follow instructions. So, but that's been really fun because I, I think once once it's done, it's going to look really good, and it'll be good for the kids to see, you know, that the community really does care about them. Yeah, we'll keep you updated on Twitter. That's at Potluck Football. If you care to follow us, we'll have some pictures and videos as Uncle Song gets up there and gets in the mix. <laughs> um, other news to cover, uh, man, we, yeah, it's been almost, what, yeah, two and a half months almost. Yeah. So we got some news between then and now. Um First of all, we, we we will be adding bass fishing to our arsenal mm-hmm. of coverage next year, so we're going we're going <laughs> to we got you know enamored with the the bass fishing championships going on that we didn't know this that this was a thing, so that's going to definitely be uh, something we we follow moving forward. Um, we're really poor amateur bass fishermen, so to, we want to see this. Like we want to see what these kids. Gomez does have a team. Yeah, let's go cheer on the Tigers. Uh, yeah, the tiger well, bass. Maybe we can take the John out there and follow around <laughs> like air horns and stuff. Get some film. 
Jalen Martin, um, obviously he'll be a pivotal player in this year this this year's uh, football team. He received his first official offer from Bethel College in Kansas, NAIA school, uh, strong program. We think more offers will be coming his way, and uh, I think we both think that he's one of the more underrated players in this region. Yeah, I think uh, Draylen's going to have a breakout season, and and not that he didn't have a good season last year, but he was rushing out of that fullback spot, and a lot of times at the fullback spot, you don't have the longest rushes. But I think he ended the season with eight or 900 yards rushing, and he has done nothing but lift weights. I don't know if you guys have seen his videos on on Twitter, but that that he is very strong. He's a yep. very strong young man. Yep, I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, the Commerce Boys track team won the state title down in Albany, Albany. Uh, <laughs> fourth state title in eight years. They won by a 50-point margin. They had seven individual and team state champs down there. Um, also in track, Peyton Bell, she won the Blitz Track and Field Athlete of the Year as a sophomore, so she's got two more years. Uh, she won two state titles in the 400 and 3200, runner-up in the 800. She won four region titles, 400, 800, 1600, and 3200. So unbelievable stuff there. Like all the events. Yeah, all the all the running. That is all the running. Uh, <laughs> she just ran and ran and ran. <laughs> Commerce wins the Directors Cup and the Blitz Cup. So those these are two awards that cover excellence in athletics across the board for the whole school year. It covers championships, players of the year, region players of you know region all state teams, all that stuff. Um, I think this is our second or third Directors Cup. Yeah, 2014, 2015, I think we won back-to-back. And I yeah. think this is so, the first one since then. I think this is our third Director's Cup, which represents all single-A schools across the state. Mm-hmm. And then this is our first Blitz Cup, actually. The Blitz Cup's been awarded since we were seniors, 2009-2010 school year, and it covers all the schools in Northeast Georgia. So regardless of classification, uh, whichever school comes out on top of the points list, and that happened to be Commerce this year, beating out White County and Jefferson. Yeah, and Banks County. Banks County had won it. Banks County, yeah, they had, they had, they were the top dogs last year. So, um, we uh, won those two awards, and just goes to show the kind of year that Commerce Athletics has had. I mean, it's crazy. We were we were I think we were trying to narrow down like which team had like the least successful year, I guess, <laughs> because like it was there was no bad years. Period. Yeah. Like everybody made the playoffs. Everybody had top four finishes in the region. Um, it, I think it ended up being like boys basketball that finished like third in the region and went to the first round of state. That was like the worst team, which maybe, is insane. Maybe them are the Bass Fishers. We don't, we yeah, never the Bass Fishers, the I don't know whatever happened to them. They might not have made it out. What, Did what? they come back from Lake Lanier? I don't know. So. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, so pretty much every other sport, I mean, you had softball, losing the runner-up in the championship game. You had girls going to basketball, going to the Final Four. That was a big shot. I mean, pleasant one. deep runs from every school. So, I don't know, just a good time to be a Tiger. Um, Coach Ray Lamb inducted into the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame back on May 22nd. Uh, he got inducted in the same class as, I don't know, some no-names, Tom Glavin, Brian Jordan, My Moore, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, Coach Lamb's in there now, so congrats <laughs> to Coach Lamb. Um, if, uh, if you haven't seen his speech, his acceptance speech, speech it's very comical. Uh, one of the, the sources that we follow from Middle Georgia, Central Georgia Sports Report, was there because Coach Lamb, you know, he coached at Warren County too. Mm-hmm. He was there covering it, and he recorded the whole speech. And it, there's some good sound bites in there. Absolutely, check that out. Um, 
The last bit of news and the most recent, I think, that kind of people have been talking about is uh, Jaden Daniels and kind of his return to commerce. He is a, uh, a son of commerce, you know, mm-hmm. decided to uh, come back home uh, to commerce. Lamar Daniels is, is his dad. He's going to be a third-generation Tiger. His dad and uncle were on the 2000 state championship team, and his great-uncle was actually on the 1981 state championship team. So it's safe to say that Jaden will be looking to add to that legacy at some point over the next four years at Commerce. Uh, last year at Banks Middle, he had a impressive year. He racked up over 1,800 yards, 28 touchdowns. I got to watch him play when um, Banks came. Banks Middle came to play Commerce Middle. And, um, yeah, he was impressive, even on, like, a sloppy field, kind of a rainy day. Uh, made a lot of big plays on both sides of the ball. So definitely uh, look out for him in the coming years uh, alongside Jakari Huff, who's also a really good talent coming up uh, out of eighth grade into ninth grade. I think it's going to be a lethal kind of one-two in the backfield for, for at least the next few years to come. Yeah, that was a, a knockdown dragout game between Commerce and Banks, wasn't it? It was. I think like I don't a, even know. It might have been six to nothing. Or, six to nothing, seven to Twelve six. to six or something like that. I think like Dion that. talked about it last year. He but, did, yeah. yeah. Uh, you said, didn't you say Jaden had like 250 yards in that game? Yeah, I don't know how much. He, he had a lot. I mean, I remember he broke. I mean, you can watch the highlights. If you want to watch what we're talking about with Jaden Daniels, I know he's, I mean, Super young, so probably yeah. a lot of people don't know yet. But he's got he's got a, he's got some videos on his huddle, like the huddle page, Twitter page. So go check those out, and you can you can find the commerce game from last year. He had a couple picks. I mean, he's kind of all over the field. So uh, exciting to get him back home. Um, he was actually he was I saw this on Twitter. He was actually just at uh, Clemson for their camp, and uh, I think after day one, their coaches moved him up because he was playing with the freshmen. Like apparently they had it <laughs> divided into age groups. And uh, he was the, after day one. He was with the freshmen, and then for day two, they moved him up to the juniors and seniors, and get, <laughs> and he competed against them. So that's a that good kind sign. of tells you the talent, you know. There, um, impressive highlights on there. Some of the catches he was making out of the backfield, and then lining up route running that kind of stuff at the Clemson camp. So go check that out. Uh, yeah, we think he's he's got a bright future for sure in the uh, here at Commerce. Um, his brother is, is, is joining him as well. Yeah, so he's got was, a brother that's, uh, I think he's defensive end or something. Yeah, defensive end, fullback type. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was announced recently. Yeah, um, like this week. Yeah. So, so uh, they'll both be at Commerce this upcoming year as freshmen. And adding to an already stout upcoming freshman class, you know, Dino mentioned Jakari Huff, who's another legacy at Commerce. Uh, dad we've talked about before Alonzo oh, yeah. uh, played with us and then uh, Pat Mintz defensive lineman both of those players were at the um, what's the name of that that game the one that Rusty Mandel or Mandel does at, yeah uh, the Georgia at, Classic uh, yeah in Rome yeah, yeah. they yeah. they led the team on the middle school team they led the game in tackles the mm-hmm. two of those guys mm-hmm. so we're really looking forward to this freshman class and it's an important class because we're losing a lot we're going to have to replace a lot right so and we'll talk about this as the season rolls on but we're going to need some of those freshmen to step up yeah uh, if we if we have a shot come this november december yeah that's that's where we're we've got we did it we've gotten caught up from (laughs) march to now and i mean i'm sure we missed some stuff along the way uh, anything you want to add, Son? What, what's been what's just goings on in Northeast Georgia? I mean, what's what do we need? What do we miss here? Do we need to add anything? I don't know, man. It's been a whirlwind. It's like every day since Coach Brown stepped down, I've had a conversation with somebody about <laughs> Commerce football. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's been. Uh, I've learned a lot. 
Um, probably some stuff I didn't want to know, um, but it's it's been a, it's been crazy. But we're really looking forward to the twenty one season. It's going to be nice to to get back under the lights at Ray Lamb and do what we do best, you know, live tweet games and and do some podcasting. So uh, really looking forward to football season. Yeah, we got some guests lined up that'll be coming on the show here uh, throughout the summer. Hopefully, we yeah. can get another be a little bit more frequent for y'all out there. Uh, Marquez Williams is one of the guys I, I, I want to get get on the show. He's got a cool story. Clark Central alumni um, has a small business in Athens now. Uh, he's he's involved in a few different things down in Athens, and he's he's got a. A football camp that's coming up for ages five to twelve. I'm I'm pretty sure it's free. You just register online. Um, he is. Uh, you can find him at I think just Quez Williams thirty six or something like that is his Insta handle. Um, if you want to get involved with that, you got a kid that wants to go down there and and um, you know play in his uh, in his camp. In his camp or you know I think they're pretty much mostly just doing drills. It's later this this June. Um, let me know. I'll get you in touch with him. He's a great dude and uh, he's got high-level college experience, mm-hmm. uh, NFL experience, and uh, he's. I met him last year, actually, at Strange Duck. Uh, <laughs> so we hope we can get we can get him on the pod soon because he's got a really good story um, that we can we can definitely share with y'all. Uh, I guess that's it. Is that it, and that's all? I think so. That's all we got. We got it covered. That's it, folks. Uh, please like, subscribe, rate, do all the stuff that people on podcasts tell you to do. Uh, join the conversation. Follow us on Twitter at potluck football that's where we'll be the one with the glowing tiger eyes that's right folks that's us <laughs> uh merchandise man we've been slacking not really we're it's, it's all happening in the background i promise we've uh we've got some good stuff on uh design and uh we're just we're just uh we're going through the process right now figuring yep. figuring out the best way to get that uh to you uh and uh we'll, we'll have it out pretty soon so hope you enjoyed the episode Stay tuned. We will uh, see you next time. Let's go. Who are we? CLC. Who are we? CLC. Who are we? CLC. Tiger Brown on three. One, two, three. Tiger Brown. Woo!